When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mm. Uh, we are Leeds Live. Uh, we've been at LMO today covering the 23s game. Obviously not, not quite as big a deal as the first team, but we're never going to turn down the chance to come to Adam Road. Uh, far more salubrious surroundings than we normally get for, for 23s games. Normally it's, uh, it's me in a camping chair, pitch side at Four Parch with my feet freezing. Quite cold today as well in the, in, in the shade. Sneaky cold, sneaky cold today. Um, but yes, so Leeds United's under-23s in action against Bolton Wanderers, uh, who of course will, will be playing the first team on Saturday in the Championship, but today it was uh, the Professional Development League and Leeds United winning 2-0. Mm. Jordan Stevens and Robbie Gotts with second-half goals. Well-taken goals, some lovely assists from, uh, from Hugo Diaz, I'm sure. The club will have the official highlights on their, their media channels throughout the afternoon, so go and seek those goals out, certainly worth a look. Um, and that will now extend the Whites' lead at the top of the Professional Development League. So the top of the PDL, uh, third in the Championship now, which I'm sure we'll talk about in due course. Um, but I suppose that the most significant thing about today was, was the first-team players involved, and uh, notably the three that were taken off at half-time. Yeah, that's right. Um, as, as was the case uh, on Friday night for the under-23s, uh, Gaetano Berardi and Stuart Dallas both started. They're the ones who've been out of action for a while. Um, we've not seen Berardi. Um, we've not seen Berardi here since October. Dallas hasn't played since December. But now uh, they got half an hour under the belts on Friday night. Both started again. Played the full first half here. Um, as did Izzy Brown. And um, the Izzy Brown one's especially interesting because um, just as we were on our way here, the, the club informed us that Kamal Roof had indeed suffered knee ligament damage. Um, he's going to miss an unspecified amount of time. I think the club want to see how he responds to treatment until uh, until they, they put a time frame on his return. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that shortly. But yeah, so these three first team players um, in action today all played the first 45 minutes. Um, and I thought they all they all did a decent job. Um, Dallas looked very robust, especially you know considering he's perhaps ahead of schedule and certainly the schedule we were we were told to expect. Um, he he put, put in a decent um, performance, I thought. Um, what else did we see? We saw Berardi steady away, wasn't he? Berardi didn't, yeah, didn't have too much to do. Um, yeah, watch, watch Berardi on Friday night, and again, um, only the half an hour on Friday night. So they are really managing these two as they come back from their long term injuries. So from half an hour on Friday to 45 minutes today, you'd think they might well play again on Friday with the 23s, yeah. unless Marcelo wants to use them in the first team. But you think they maybe maybe get an hour on Friday, perhaps, uh, away at Nottingham Forest. Possibly. But, but Berardi, yeah, not... I mean, as a centre-back, I mean, you, you've got no real say if you stand out or not. It all depends if you're under much pressure. And Berardi did go a little bit under the radar today, I think. Diaz really stood out. Um, Joe's got that in his player ratings, which are on the website now. Hugo really stood out for him, captaining the side today. Hugo Diaz. Yeah. Um, but Berardi, good. solid. Um, yeah, one, one very good block um, with about 10 minutes left in the first yeah. half. Um, that, that was probably the highlight in terms of um, his performance there. But I think more thankfully, importantly, not, not limping off, thankfully, no, as no. he did at I think it's, it's another 45 minutes closer to him playing for the first team, which was good. Um, Izzy Brown, there's a few worrying moments at the end of the first half. Izzy Brown um, went down with an injury. He was holding his knee. Obviously, we know he's had a, a lot of knee problems, don't, don't we? Um, that's, well, that's the big main problem that he's coming back. And um, took, a bit he, of a, took a bit of a knock, yeah, didn't he? And he, and he was, was rubbing he was that right knee a little bit, it, a little bit too long yeah, for, for our liking. And he was walking around a bit gingerly, but he did. It did look like he, he ran it off. He was he was back, sort of sprinting and running again afterwards. Um, 
and we've, we've seen him just, just now pitch side after the game. He looked fine. Um, we did wonder if he might play slightly more than the opening 45 minutes today. Um, quite unusual to, to do all three changes at half-time, so we thought perhaps he'd, he'd give him a bit longer of a run-out. Um, but, but no, whether we was taken off as a precaution, we don't know. Um, but I'd say I'm not too overly concerned by, by him going off at half-time. Um, in terms of performance, Izzy Brown, again, um, I think uh, it, it was decent. He um, could have done sort of finding a bit more space in midfield. He didn't have too much opportunity to do, to do anything. The first half was fairly tight. Uh, the teams obviously went in nil-nil at half-time. Um, I'd say Leeds probably generally had the the, uh, the better performance, wouldn't you say, Baron, before half-time? Yeah, I think um, fairly even in the first half. I'd say I think uh, Bolton certainly uh, caused uh, United some problems at times. It was very, very end-to-end stuff. I think each side didn't really take the take the sort of control of the match. I think both sides were, were, were threatening in equal measure. Um, and then coming out in the second half, yeah, Leeds just just seemed to kick on a little bit ironically because you'd say on paper their team was a little bit weaker after the after the changes but but Bolton seemed to once that first goal went in from, from Jordan Stevens Bolton did seem to, to lose a little bit of will and then when the second one went in just a few moments minutes later very very yeah back very very close to two goals two um, goals and three minutes they, wasn't it? they were really sort of hit quite hard by that and from then on it was a bit of a bitty game really Leeds were, were well in control Bolton seemed to lose interest quite quickly um, and Leeds didn't really test Jake Turner much more after that they were always sort of looking for that final ball which which never really came but but the goals were impressive I would advise you to go and seek those out mm. the first one Hugo Diaz lovely 30-40 yard pass from deep well outside the box timed it beautifully yeah. to pick out Stevens, who was running forward just as the Bolton line was stepping up so Proper. one of those where sort of the entire Bolton team stepped up five yards as Stevens went through and, and th- with one pass and one decision Stevens was one on one with with Turner had the time and composure to, to go around the goalkeeper and slot it into a, into an empty net yeah I think it's, it's the definition of a defence splitting pass that one it yeah. was just um, time to perfection and then um, yeah, I think it was only um, two minutes later, three minutes later, uh, the next goal came, didn't it? And again, it was Diaz. This this time, a bit sort of over the top. Um, the ball came in, and uh, Robbie Gotts was there to sort of bundle the ball home a bit more. Um, Dinked it over Turner, didn't he? Sort yeah. of got right under it, the bouncing ball. Yeah, and um, that was... Uh, I was very pleased Robbie Gotts scored. Obviously, he's signed a new contract this weekend. So Leeds have, um, yeah, got another one uh, committed um, in the books there. And he put in a really good show, I thought, today, um, Robbie Gotts. Played in sort of a couple of positions across the middle there. Um, he was certainly more advanced in the second half than he mm. was in the first half. Um, and he was superb. Um, really good on the ball. Um, really tenacious. We, we, we've seen plenty of him this season in the 23s. We know how tenacious he is. But really getting involved. Um, real quality on the ball. And wherever he's asked to play, I think he does a really good job. Yeah. And um, I think Leeds fans should be very excited. There was um, certainly a few people here sort of comparing him to Jamie Shackleton. Um, we spoke <laughs> to one person uh, here who... Uh, because he prefers him to Jamie Shackleton due to this sort of versatility um, and yeah I think um, although he's not made his first team debut he's, he's been on the bench obviously a few times but uh, I, I dare say he could be the next sort of one to break out to break through from the um, from the under 23s into the senior mm. setup. Um so that was the 23s game I know a lot of you uh, will have a passing interest in the 23s but I suppose the big question today is is Izzy Brown ready for the first team um, he's had more than enough of his games now he's been on the bench with the first team a couple of times which indicates that, that Marcelo Bielsa is happy to have him in and around the squad and he's prepared to use him when he wants to and with Kamar now injured um, there is going to be more of a pressing need for somebody to step up into that role if you want to keep Pablo yeah. out wide Klitsch is going to need a, a partner in the middle of the park um, we don't know about Forshaw yet Forshaw is still injured we'll be speaking to Marcelo on Thursday we're assuming yeah. 
So you've got candidates there in Forshaw and Brown, but, but most likely you're probably looking at Tyler Roberts, who of course didn't feature today, played the full 90 on Friday night with the 23s, didn't feature at all today, yeah. which would suggest he is going to be a, a key part of the side on Saturday. We know Marcelo has liked using Tyler in that role. Um, Izzy Brown, Joe, I know you've not seen all of his 23s games, but, but based on today, 45 minutes, I think... We're seeing, we're seeing more and more from him. I think I think in a few weeks ago, some people might have said he was ready, but I would have disagreed. But but I'd say not fall back there. <laughs> I know, we're, we're, we're on the, we're on we're the, on the edge. We're, yeah. right, we're right on the edge of uh, <laughs> a bit of a deep drop here. But Izzy Brown. Um, yeah. Again, um, forty-five minutes here. Um, I thought he was decent. He's you, you can tell he's technically very sound. I think we know that already from what we've seen in the past. Um, so I think it's more important to sort of look at where, where he's at fitness-wise and. Certainly, I thought he looked apart. He's not afraid to sort of get stuck in. Did a few tackles there. Um, covered a lot of ground. Um, I was saying to Barry, he has this really sort of nice running style, I find. He sort of glides across the pitch of it. He's one of those sort of players. But, I mean, it's we're not quite at the now or never time, but I think if we are going to see him this season, I think we'll, we'll be seeing him soon. Um, especially given Kamar Roof um, being out, injured for, uh, for, well, we don't know how long yet. Um, I dare say that, again, he'll be on the bench against Bolton, the seniors that is, on Saturday. And I would imagine perhaps we'll start off with a substitution appearance. He'd come off the bench, maybe play half an hour, mm. and then, then look to step up there. But certainly, from what we've seen today, I think, um, obviously, there's the heart and mouth moment when he did hurt his knee, but he looked to run that off. Um, and, and, yeah, I, I think we could be seeing... That could be one of his last under-23 appearances, I dare say. His first at Ellen Road as mm. well, of course. He's, he's been on the bench here, but that was yeah. his first... Actual appearance uh, in Leeds United colours at Ellen Road. So, um, I mean, there's the, you can't really argue much more he's got to do now. I think it's just yeah. like, like Joe says. I think it's just a case of just chucking him in now. I think he's clearly had enough minutes in his legs from the 23s. He's not really yeah. going to get to that 100% level until he's playing at full pelt in the Championship when it's really testing somebody of his calibre. Clearly, this this lad's got a lot of ability, and he needs to be in that environment where he's really tested you know every single and, and he's playing for something I mean as much as the 23s are in a division and they want yeah. to do well in the division it's very very hard for the players to, to really properly get up for it as much as yeah. they will try and run around a bit deep down they know it doesn't really matter what happens today it's, it's all about minutes and match practice for them in that's games it. like today when they're actually in a game where it matters and every pass matters and I think that's when you'll really see a player come out of their shell and we'll see the real Izzy Brown um, so aside Aside from today's game, um, not too many yeah. other headlines. I, th- I think, we, like we say, we think Berardi and Dallas will probably play again on Friday. I'd imagine so. At Nottingham Forest. Bailey played today, so Bailey's yeah. getting his match practice in. I think we're all agreed he's probably not going to see much more first team action unless Kiko has some howlers or uh, or gets injured. Um, any other sort of talking points from today's game that, that, that come to your mind? Um, apart from Bielsa's photo shoot? Apart the Bielsa's photo shoot was, was lovely. Um, I thought all three substitutes did well that came on. We had, we had the triple sub. Um, obviously, Jordan Stevens got the goal. He was good. Um, Alfie McCalman was, was very good as well. He's, um, he's got a lovely little passing range. Mm, he was showing yeah. off today. Um, so, yeah, it's really bright. It shows all the depth in this under-23s team, I think. Uh, there is a lot of very good players, and they all seem very versatile, don't they, as well? Yeah, They've very versatile. It's a good word. Yeah. Very technically... They're swatting around the pitch. Technically sort of gifted players who can play, you know, in the full-back positions in midfield. Um, all very, you know, traits that we know Bielsa likes. So, um, you know, hopefully the, the, the future's looking good there. Right, let's go through a few, comments, a few comments and then we will look ahead to the weekend's match because this is probably going to double as our podcast. You'll be, you'll be delighted to hear you're, you're watching a live podcast recording. 
So Daniel Anthony Noble, what a guy. This is obviously all reactions to Bielsa. If you're yeah. just joining us, you've all missed the fun. Marcelo Bielsa was, was live right behind us, stood there posing for photographs. There was a, a long line of, of people that had watched today's under-23s game waiting for pictures with Bielsa. And he stood there and waited for every single one. It was like a, a book signing or something. He, uh, he <laughs> made, made a lot of people's days and a lot of people half terms. Obviously, a lot of kids here yeah. would have been the school break. Uh, Marcus May, Bielsa is the man. Daz Newton, he is old school. <laughs> Steve Watts, brilliant, sir. Uh, just a fantastic coach and bloke. Peter Beresford, keep it going, lads. Great season. Daniel Anthony Noble singing a Bielsa song. I think we're not worthy. Bielsa's the boss. Um, <laughs> A nice topical one here for those of you that, that have, have watched the Facebook lives from Marcus May. No <laughs> signs of Orta screaming in Spanish at full time today then, lads. That was um, one of the highlights of my season, I'll be honest. Uh, Joe and I were, were here inside Ellen Road last Wednesday evening after the Swansea match and just going about our business, recording the Facebook live and Victor Orta popped up in the background and was just, just belting out Spanish words. Yeah, um, it was superb. No idea what he said, no idea what mood he was in. But I think it, it was, was I'm, I'm sticking with I that. I don't know, I really don't know. There was maybe a slight <laughs> grin, but the way he was screaming, the, the tone of it. <laughs> Uh, he was here though, Victor Otter. Um, he was, he was, he was chatting with Bielsa, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so always there. Alistair Pulupi Walker, that's a strange middle name, Alistair. Sure, it's not your real name. <laughs> Izzy looked fairly sharp. Interesting that when he went, that he went off, uh, McCalmont came on and took the game by the scruff of the neck. Yeah, I think mm. Izzy did play the full 90 on Friday night. Um, of course, started tonight and the, sorry today, and then came off at half time. So, you know, if you're going to read something into it, I mean, I think I think you'd be surprised if he wasn't involved in the bench on on Saturday. So, it's no yeah. huge surprise that he's gone off there and been protected. Sean Harvey is the other big story, of course. Mm. So the EFL uh, announced today that he'll be stepping down his role as CEO um, at the end of the season. I think I described um, it as the Maggie Thatcher moment, didn't I? He did, yeah. For, uh, yeah. for everybody in the north. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So um, celebrations in, uh, in Millennium Square tonight. But yeah, I don't think too many Leeds fans are going to miss him. Of course, he's had his run-ins. Very well known to Leeds fans, as I'm sure you're all aware. He was the CEO here at Ellen Road for a while. Um, got the 15-point deduction during that time. Um, was certainly one of uh, Ken Bates's sort of inner circle. Um, he wasn't missed when he when he left here, and certainly I think um, a lot of his decisions in charge of the EFL haven't been much to the sort of uh, haven't gone down well with uh, the powers that be here at Leeds. So um, the TV deal's the big one, obviously that was um, that was a big issue earlier mm. on this season. Uh, the contract he negotiated with, with Sky Sports over the new TV deal, which didn't really seem to please anyone. Um, so yeah, I don't think he's going to be missed. Um, to be honest, I mean. We'll wait to see who his replacement is. Obviously, no word on that, but um, hopefully, yeah, someone who uh, is perhaps a bit more forward-thinking, I'd say, than, uh, than Sean Harvey. Norman Metcalf has asked, do you think Izzy needs to be in the first team to get sharp again? Well, that's that's something we just discussed, Norman. If you skip back and watch the video or, or listen to podcasts after this, you'll, we, we've discussed that and suggested that these players do need to be in a competitive environment. The players do need to kind of feel the pressure of a match to really get into that that, that sort of yeah. that upper that upper echelon of, of performance that they're capable of, especially somebody of Izzy's calibre. And it has been a long time since he's been in a match where the result has really mattered. Yeah, and um, I think I think that's that's the next step really for Izzy, isn't it? You've got to chuck him in. There's nowhere now. else to go now really than, um, than yeah. getting him in the first team. Gary McMenamin, will Berardi and Dallas be in the squad versus Bolton? That's a good question. I would doubt it. Um, we know that it's been so long since they played football. As I said earlier, Berardi's been out since um, October, the end of October. It switched town was when he was injured. Um, and then Dallas has been out since the Sheffield United game on the 1st of December. So we've heard Bielsa talk about players that have these extended layoffs, how much time they do need to um, to get back in the team, as we 
they obviously won't quite need as long as um, Izzy Brown's had the, um, the six to eight games. But I wouldn't expect them this week, but they, they can't be too far. Um, and it's good because um, certainly looking at the way the schedule turns in, uh, in the next couple of weeks. Gonna need them. Uh, hopefully, sort of, there's, there's some tough fixtures at the start of March, and, and you don't know if that's um, when the club are penciling them into play. So hopefully, we'll see them by then. Yeah, I certainly saw more minutes needed for Berardi and Dallas. Um, certainly going to still be a bit of rust there. Reminded that they've only had half an hour and 45 minutes each um, in those first two games. Uh, Andy Sellers says he was here today. Oh, no. Might have seen you, Andy. Hello, Andy. Um, but uh, he said Izzy Brown looked injured. Did he take a knock? Yeah, he did take a knock, but, but he seemed to, to run it off in the end. I think by the time he was actually walking off at the break, he actually looked okay. Yeah. Um, Tom Johnson, not the first person to mention uh, a rumour of Tony Villa or Villa from Valladolid. That's not something I'm aware of. That may mean anything to you? Uh, no, certainly um, when we left the office at half past 11, we, we'd not seen anything on that. But I couldn't even tell you if that's a player or a, or a, or a boardroom person, to <laughs> yeah, be honest. Well, uh, never, never heard that name in my life. We'll have a look, though. Uh, Don Vizi, what's up with Barry Douglas? Uh, we have, have we actually had a, a description of the type of problem it is? Um, yeah, I looked at this the other day. Muscular injury, was all we were told. Right. So, um, but he sounds take, worse take off than Forshaw, doesn't he? Um, sounds like it, but I mean, they have been grouped together. Um, mm. But Forshaw, we did half expect, sorry, yeah, yeah, to come back for the last game. But, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I mean, it doesn't sound to be too serious, but... Uh, I think Bielsa yeah. had said, I mean, I was reading about this over the weekend when I did a preview for Friday's 23s game. I was looking at exactly what Bielsa had said about everybody and when they might feature for the 23s. And I think he obviously said that Berardi and Dallas will need a few more games for the 23s before they can be considered for the first team. But I think he said that for, for Douglas and Forshaw, because they've missed much less football, uh, yeah. they may well only need one game for the 23s, if any. So I reckon, given that, that Douglas only had that. Douglas had a game for the 23s and then he went back into the first team squad and came on as a, as a sub against Norwich and he didn't do too well in that game and then he got injured before Middlesbrough so I would think Douglas maybe Friday maybe next week with the 23s Douglas may feature yeah right should we look ahead to Saturday because obviously this is going to double as our podcast and it's, it's Bolton Wonders on Saturday and Leeds all of a sudden a third, third in the championship yeah so Leeds obviously had the weekend off uh, the game against QPR was um put back for, uh, for 10 days or so due to QPR's involvement in the FA Cup and everyone took full advantage of Leeds not playing in terms of the promotion race so Norwich and Sheffield United both um, turned in thumping 4-0 wins Thank which... you to, to Bolton and Reading for their resistance Yeah, yeah <laughs> um, Hopefully we see that Bolton side very much in that mode when they, when they visit here on, um, on Saturday but but yeah, it just goes to show that the ups and downs on Wednesday night everyone was buzzing Leeds United had gone back up top Norwich had just lost again um, in a game that everyone thought they'd, they'd certainly get something out of but then all of a sudden even out of the automatics um, they do have the game in hand so it's not all doom and gloom um, and Bolton should be a very winnable fixture certainly the kind of fixture that Leeds as a promotion contender do want to be winning um, but it's just how will the team now react to sort of playing mm. catch up I think that's one of the one of the interesting things it's something um, Pontus Janssen spoke about last week when he was in the press conference he was talking about how um, well, he, he, he was asked if he prefers to uh, to be at the top or if he prefers to be hunting a team down and he said oh yeah he prefers to be top like without a doubt um, so yes yeah, so I don't know if the, if the psychology might go into play a bit this weekend so I said it's certainly a very winnable game even um, with with the injury problems um, Kamar Roof I mean we, we've not really um, spoken on that yet in full um, 
obviously uh, over the weekend he was he was pictured in Leeds with a big leg brace on a, a massive leg brace wasn't it in fact <laughs> not one that could totally could immobilizing his, his leg yeah he posed for pictures or pic- oh, there was one picture we all saw he posed with a, with a fan in the, in the light leisure complex in Leeds city centre and I think if you're going to pose for pictures with fans then you can't really be too surprised when it then hits the world wide web and it was on Saturday evening the picture went out there on Facebook and it, and it spread like wildfire throughout Twitter uh, and then the news has come today from the club officially that um, that he will be missing for a period of time. They're not putting a timescale on Roof's injury, so they're saying it is knee ligaments yet again. It feels like everybody mm. involved in this football squad has had a <laughs> knee ligament injury at some yeah. stage this season. It's constantly knees. Uh, occurred in the Swansea game, so some kind of impact injury perhaps. And they're not putting yeah. a timescale on it. They're, they're looking at weeks rather than months. Uh, but it really is early days with that one. Um, as we say, wearing a leg brace over the weekend, and finally this, they've had scans this morning on Roof, and it's not good at all. So, so he's going to be missing. And, uh, and as we've already alluded to, there you're looking at Roberts, Brown, and Forshaw as the obvious candidates yeah. to replace him through the middle, because Bamford, of course, is already in situ in attack. So, thank, thank, thankfully, Bamford is fit. Um, mm. How did you feel on Saturday, Joe, when you saw those score lines coming through? I mean. Uh, the pessimists out there obviously were immediately kind of, <laughs> of course, yeah. whinging about the fact that you know it feels even worse when we're not playing you know we're down to third now everyone needs to panic the goal differences look awful why can't we batter a team or two <laughs> no it, it was, it was, the pessimism was there on Saturday wasn't it oh it was totally and, and of course with the, with the roof news coming through as well that was just the, the sort of people were just seeing it as the most Leeds weekend ever you know <laughs> you finally get to the back of the top of the table and then you have a weekend off, you lose your leading score, and you drop down two places in, in the table. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to ignore these results, isn't it? Um, I mean, what we do know is there's going to be so many twists and turns left in the mm. championship. Um, something Bielsa has spoken about lots this season about you know how any team can beat any other team on their day. Um, this was probably one of those rare weekends where probably every result went the way it was supposed to. There shouldn't be too many surprises, should there? I mean, you, you look at. Um, you look at those those teams and who they were playing. I mean, we're talking about two teams that were, were second and third going into the game against two sides that are down the bottom of the side, uh, bottom of the table. And, and you think you know, they should be turning over those sides. I mean, people, should, people yeah. were getting very sort of negative and anxious about the fact that Norwich and Sheffield United have just battered these two teams. But mm. look at the opposition. They, 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 they're they very, been, very poor yeah, sides. Yeah. Um, Don't get too down about it. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's hard not to. It's you know, it's why why we all like football, isn't it? It's, it's the roller coaster, it's the emotions. But yeah, there's, I mean, there's 14 games left. You know, if if everyone's going to be sort of so knee jerk about every every week of fixtures, every mm. set of fixtures, then you know, it's it's going to shorten your life. Um, and Sporting Leeds United will do that to you anyway. I think um, it feels like every week going we're, we're going to say it's a must win game, aren't we? Even think, though it's Bolton, I mean, you know, yeah, we have to beat Bolton it's, it's on cliche, Saturday because you're going to fall behind, yeah. fall behind quickly. Um, you know. If it's, you'd hope that it's just going to be sort of um, three from two in terms of uh, the rest of the pack sort of closing in. But but West Brom aren't far off yeah, now. West there. Brom aren't messing about. Um, Middlesbrough is still lurking around. You know it's, um, and then Bristol City are on this this remarkable run. Obviously they, they lost in the FA Cup at the weekend, but they've won nine on the bounce since then. Um, yeah, it's I don't know. You'll, you'll go crazy. I think looking at too many other results. I think Leeds just need to take care of business. You know, just like they did against Swansea. Um, yeah, that'll do. You know, they, they, they put in an excellent performance there, and people, Leeds fans shouldn't forget how good they were against Swansea. You know, obviously it was only two one. Um, um, if you go on the website, actually, there's, there's a really good piece from John Howe who um, who does a column for us every Monday, and he's um, he's sort of reflecting on, on you know the goal scoring problem because I know that's something um, fans are worrying about now, especially with Kamar mm. Roof being out, seeing these um, promotion rivals hitting four at the weekend. 
and he's just sort of saying his piece is all about why you know it doesn't won't be concerning Bielsa too much about not scoring too many goals. So so have, have a look at that now on the website. Lineup wise, I mean, obviously Roof's now going to have to come out of the side. Any of the changes you'd make? I mean, I think everybody kind of. Is what we said on Wednesday, didn't we? After the game, that the Swansea game was one of those matches where everybody was was pretty much on a good level. Everybody pulled yeah. their weight. Everybody put a shift in and, and played their part. Yeah, would. Um, I mean, yeah, you, you ideally probably wouldn't change the, uh, the to the Swansea team unless you had Robert, to. Roberts for roof or Brown for roof, you'd think. Yeah, I mean, we know Bielsa doesn't like to make any changes, so yeah, roof the the enforced change would, could well be the only one. Um, I mean, we, we've seen Tyler Roberts do it in recent weeks. Um, he's certainly got a lot to offer in that role. Uh, brings a lot of energy to the position, doesn't he? Um, and it, you know, we were talking about his finishing being a bit wasteful at the uh, under 23s game on Friday, mm. uh, which could be a concern. But um, you know, if Izzy Brown is, is fit now to, to play 90 minutes, perhaps this could be the day on Saturday when we when we finally see him. <laughs> no doubt we'll get the full 11 on Thursday as well. I'm sure we will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we have done for uh, for a good sort of five or six weeks now. So yeah, only a couple of days to wait there. <laughs> Right, guys, we will wrap it up yeah. uh, very shortly, unless there's any last last few questions there. Um, here's Tom Johnson giving us a bit more context. So uh, Sky Sports News are reporting that uh, Villa, so Tony Villa, this Valladolid player, apparently he's a 70 rating on FIFA, which means nothing to me. Um, <laughs> worth a punt, apparently. Seems a bit early for transfer rumours, given that the window's just closed. Yeah, the window's closed, and Leeds obviously won't know which uh, division they're recruiting for next no, summer. But a bit early for that. I mean, but work goes on, you know, across the year in terms of scouting and all that. So, uh, yeah, I think we can park that one for now. Uh, Kieran Prendergast, Brown looks very confident. Got so. standout player for me. Yes, Robin Gotts definitely impressed us both yep. today, and Izzy Brown. As I've said now, I think we're at the stage now, we just need to get on with it. I, yeah. think, I think we've all been talking about Izzy Brown since he arrived in August, waiting for him to get that first 23s appearance, then waiting for that first time on the bench with the first team. And we now, we've seen enough of him in the 23s. I, I don't think he can do much more with the 23s. He's scored goals, he's assisted. Um, I'll, I'll be honest, he's, he's not blown me away at any stage. I think he's taken his goals when they've come, but I don't think he's, he's had any eights or nines out of tens when we've done the player ratings for the 23s. So, I don't want to mislead people and say he's the answer. I'm not saying he's been brilliant for the 23s, but he's, I think he's done all he can. I don't think there's much more he can do in yeah. this environment. So we've got to see him in the first team. We've got to see him in the championship, and then we'll, we'll see if he sinks or swims. Uh, Tim Green, will Izzy play on Saturday, Joe? We'll kind of discuss that, haven't we? We think we can, it, yeah. it would be out of character, wouldn't it, for Bielsa? Uh, I think so. To chuck Izzy straight in. Yeah. Uh, don't be surprised if he does get on there in the second half, I'd say. If he gets on, but yeah. maybe not to start. Yeah, but you never know they call them El Loco for a reason <laughs> that's true Norman Metcalf the best thing about this squad they never give up and battle till the final whistle yeah we've seen that plenty of times Brett Clough Bristol have got Norwich on Saturday didn't know that oh juicy that's yeah, a biggie yeah. that's a biggie come on Bristol do us a favour well it's an interesting one yeah because Norwich probably the general consensus is they have the easiest schedule in terms mm. of the games remaining um, they've got a couple of tough ones and out with Bristol, so hopefully uh, so, so yeah, they can take lumps out of each other there. So we're two points behind at the moment. We're, mm. we're both playing on Saturday, so we'll, we'll, we'll still be have a game in hand on Saturday. So if, yeah. if Norwich were to lose and Leeds were to win, Leeds would go That's a point clear days. with a game in hand. That would be huge. Yeah, the, that game being the, uh, the QPR one on the, the next Tuesday night. Absolutely. Um, Gary McMenamin, even a Reading fan, is watching oh. Glenn Mowat. Hello, Glenn. Hello, Glenn. <laughs> How's right. Lewis Baker doing? That's what I want to ask. Yeah, <laughs> Glenn. <laughs> Not well, I hear. If you've got Facebook, log in, let us know yeah. how Lewis Baker's doing. Apparently, he's been getting pelters. Um, we'll finish with this one. So, for those of you listening on the podcast or watching, we've got been having some questions in on this Facebook Live that we've recorded on Monday at Ellen Road, which is why you can hear the lawnmowers in the background. Hopefully, the sound quality has been good enough. 
Don Vizi, any word on Clark being back soon? So you um, you put together a piece last week, didn't you, based on yeah. Angus Kinnear's programme comments? Yeah, that's right. Um, not not too much in terms of any any fixed dates. No one no one's going to rush and, and put a date on his his return. Um, he certainly in in, in the week after. Uh, he fell ill there's been a lot of tests going on as, as you expect when something comes out of the blue like that um, you know any any doctor is going to do all the all the tests they can especially you know um, for a young player at a football club like this um, but the the general consensus from everyone from Angus Kinnear's um, programme notes from what Marcelo Bielsa said um, seems to be that, that he's doing fine he's okay I think they just want to get to the roots of the problem um, Bielsa obviously on on Wednesday night in his press conference made a point of uh, of saying well it was the final question he was asked but he, he did say I was going to wait till the question had finished and talk about this uh, but he dedicated the win on Wednesday night to Jack Clark which was a nice touch another classy touch from mm. uh, from, from Bielsa so yeah I, I'm sure he'll get asked about it on Thursday um, obviously we've had we'll have had another 10 day break between games there so perhaps we'll have a better idea on when maybe we can sort of pencil him back for a return but um very surprised if he plays this weekend. I wouldn't have thought that's on the cards. All right, thank you for joining us, guys. We will be live again on Saturday or Thursday. Saturday, perhaps Thursday, Thursday after the press conference. Yeah, I think so. So I hope you'll be live again on Thursday after the press conference. Uh, in the meantime, get through the next few days. Saturday will be upon us shortly. Friday, of course, don't forget, we'll have the 23s again on Friday night yeah. away at Nottingham Forest. So we'll have some more coverage for you there, and that will give us a really good idea as to who's going to play on Saturday, of course, because... Anybody involved on Friday night with the 23s, I would be amazed if they're going to be involved in the yeah. first team. Maybe Bailey's anyone you'd think of, goalkeeper, playing yeah. on a Friday night. But for now, thank you for joining, thank you. and uh, we'll speak to you again soon. Cheers, guys.